Welcome to the 100 Master Coaches series featuring master coaches from around the world. Let's journey together on this 100 Master Coaches series with your host, Coach Mel, MCC. Giuseppe Totino is a master certified coach, an ICF registered mentor coach, assessor and trainer, a certified professional facilitator, and a leadership development and executive coach. For over 15 years, he has worked with coaches as a coach and mentor, and with organizational leaders as a learning facilitator to over 1,800 top executives, middle managers, emerging leaders, and teams worldwide. Now on to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the 100 Master Coaches Show. This is Coach Mal, and today on my show, I have a special guest from Orlando, Florida. He's none other than Giuseppe Totino. Can you give him a big round of applause? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here with you now. So glad for you to be here as well. Um, we had a bit of a chat during the pre-show. I hear that you can actually speak four languages. Is that true? <laughs> Well, yeah, different levels. I would say I can speak yeah. up to six languages, but not all <laughs> in the same uh, in the same uh, at the same level. Um, but yes, you know. Um, That's beautiful. You can tell, yeah. Mm, mm, I'm sure it comes handy, right? Um, everywhere you go. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say a dinner table is always a, a useful <laughs> tool to to have to connect with others. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe I'm not uh, necessarily coach on all uh, in all those languages, yeah. but uh, certainly to um, you know create connections and uh, be friend with people around the world. It's uh, mm. always someone that speaks your language, and so yeah. you can get around <laughs> almost uh, anywhere with uh, with languages. So it's uh, and, and I'm very passionate about this. Um, uh, you know, learning languages is a way to really get uh, to, as I said, connect to others. And uh, mm. I love it. I really do. Yeah. So in my Malaysian language, I would say, Selamat datang, Giuseppe. <laughs> right? That means welcome to you. So we're going to start right now and kick off with our first question. Tell us, how did it all begin for you, your coaching journey? Yes, and uh, once again, thank you for having me here. Oh, uh, it's, you're uh, it's a great pleasure, really, to to be with you today. And I looked at the uh, the long list of uh, um, <laughs> people you interviewed. I'm very honored yeah. that uh, I'm uh, I'm um, also you. You wanted me to be here. So how it all began it, it goes back to what I called uh, my first life, uh, the life <laughs> pre-coaching. Mm. Um, which is, uh, you know, a life in a large corporation and in the consulting I world. I was, uh, I was working for uh, one of the big four at the time, big five consulting company um, or consulting mm. firms, I would say. And uh, um, I was in the legal department and uh, talking oh, wow. uh, tax and uh, all that uh, <laughs> financial things. And uh, at the time, um, I am a, a chartered tax advisor and I was doing uh, this uh, tax consulting and I, w I received a coach myself. Oh. And um, 
you know, when you do tax, uh, you don't really see the best side of human beings, do you? It's uh, it's just <laughs> a different world. Yes. And, uh, and but when I was with my coach, I I really could connect at a different level with my mm. coach. And you hear me talking, uh, you know, using this word connections. Uh, yes. Or connecting uh, quite some a few times here now. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed that connection with my coach, as I said, and uh, that quality of connection. Mm. And uh, there was a time in my life of uh, big transitions and uh, I was, you know, becoming a father. I was uh, changing a country where I was living and mm. uh, you know, um, uh, friends and uh, food and everything really was changing. And uh, yeah. I decided to really stop, have a break for myself. And... Um, I thought, what do I want to do when I grow older and, um, and wiser, I should say yeah. also. Um, and I remember that quality of connection that I had with my coach. And uh, obviously being a consultant, it's about supporting others in a different way, but it is about supporting others. But I wanted to do it by maintaining that quality of connection and building and establishing that quality of connection with my clients. And so it uh, was easy for me to do two plus two, to be honest, to connect the dots. And that's where, when it all began, uh, I decided mm. to embark into uh, my new life. And uh, here I am today, uh, some 15 years after uh, practicing coaching. Wow, wow. I've never yet had a tax consultant come onto the show, <laughs> of course. No longer a tax consultant. There you go, right? Um, and I just want to pause here for a moment, if it's okay, because it's just interesting how different people have come into coaching. I'm just curious, um, what actually were the things that drew you into coaching besides, you know, of course, having experienced yourself with a coach? As I said, one element is the 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 ability to connect at a yes. different level uh, yeah. with others and uh, supporting others in, um, in, in a form that I had not experienced before, mm. Mm. but that I had experienced myself being supported. And yeah. so along with the others, I think there is uh, uh, something about the self and uh, something about around um serving my own purposes um, wow. which is yeah. uh, for example um a purpose of really understanding myself better um staying aligned to my intentions and mm. uh, also there is a possibility to live a life that i want i mean being a coach uh, allows you to really focus on what uh, you enjoy doing. Yeah. Uh, it really allows you not just to continuously uh, discover yourself, but also to walk the talk if you wish. Yes, that's right. There is also another part of it, which is about serving a genuine interest to um, around humans and human dynamics. <laughs> um, mm. When you coach, you're always uh, serving others. Uh, and you are also learning from yeah. others and you understand you understand more about yourself about yeah. uh, them and about in general yeah. uh, the humankind 
And right. I have this uh, uh, strong passion uh, to really um, um, stay always open to receive new learning about human dynamics. This is something that uh, with coaching mm. I can do probably in, uh, in ways that I couldn't do in any other form. Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. Um, that level of awareness, that level of really getting down to serving humanity, connecting, as you say, yeah? your, yes. your word. Um, Tell us a little bit about your initial couple of years. You know, I often hear from coaches saying, oh, it was not a walk in the park because it was tough the first few years. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the first few years are where for me, as you said, probably as for many others, mm-hmm. um, quite, uh, you know, years of extensive learning in terms of... Um, and transformation uh, in terms of um, beginning with the, let's say, how to of coaching, you know, what is coaching yeah. all about? What are the rules? Yeah. What does it mean? And, uh, and, but there are layers of learning as well. And mm. uh, one of that is also building your own identity, you know, like, uh, yes, I am a coach calling yourself, naming yourself. <laughs> yes. um, and then uh, you um, start to, tell stories about yourself to others, uh, tell your story of uh, uh, becoming a coach first and then being a coach. And, uh, and then there, there are layers and layers that add to it. Like, you know, you start to realize, okay, this is a, a passion, this is an interest, but it's also a business. And mm. so you need to think of it also as a, as a business, especially if this yeah. is your main source mm. of, um, uh, income, uh, and yeah. if this is the main way in which you support yourself uh, for your uh, for your life, and so my path was also of discoveries, uh, discoveries of things that I could do differently than I used to, especially when uh, I was um, uh, working in the corporate environment, mm-hmm. um, and so you need to discover things that uh, you were not um, used to uh, or you were not aware of rather, yeah. uh, including you know, going out in the world and uh, try to connect again to people that can uh, uh, be interested to your stories and to mm-hmm. hear you and then eventually work with you. Um, so you have to have that mindset uh, yeah. of a learner uh, just as much as uh, when we are a coach. Uh, the mindset of someone that uh, uh, is building an awareness uh, that uh, there is something and that can offer to others, and yeah. yet there is a lot that needs a lot of gaps that need to be closed. So that uh, is not an easy path to follow. It wasn't easy yeah. for me because at the beginning there is a lot of anxiety about the uncertainty uh, of the future, and yeah. then you have small wins. And, uh, and that generates some, uh, um, you know, new enthusiasm. And then you have some small losses and that generates some uh, drawbacks. And overall, yeah. you grow as an yeah. individual. Overall, yeah. you become more, you know, um, 
let's say, aware of what it, it works for you or what doesn't, what you really mm. like and what doesn't, what you still want to pursue expanding and what you want to let go. Uh, it's a transformation that is ongoing. Mm. And so the beginning was marked with uh, great supportive, uh, supporting uh, friends and uh, colleagues that uh, were able to be there for me when I needed to build confidence as a coach. Yeah. So yeah. a recommendation to everybody is to uh, <laughs> just stay on the lookout for those yeah. connections uh, yeah. among your inner circles because these are crucial. Yes. And over time, stay aligned to your true, genuine interest mm. because uh, doing something for others, uh, at least based on what I learned, doesn't pay off. But doing something that really spoke to my own genuine self uh, and uh, mm. whether it's about learning, whether it's about serving the clients I really wanted to work with and let go of those I wasn't enthusiastic about, it really allows me, allowed me to move with a level of integrity that was the real driver uh, and uh, let's say fuel for who I am uh, uh, today. That's so beautiful um, what you just said, right? About, again, that connection, connecting with yourself and then also connecting with that inner being of yours, yeah. uh, being true to what you stand for, that, that voice within you. Uh, Can yeah. I add one thing? Oh, uh, yes, please, you know, please go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, about lightness. In other words, don't take yourself too seriously. And <laughs> what I mean by that is that... I like that. <laughs> inevitably, we, we go and, you know, try to do things with our best intentions. Mm. No question. Especially yeah. because typically we make the choice of becoming a coach at the time in life where when we probably are walking with a backpack full of knowledge and experience already, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so we have a lot already in this backpack. And yeah. yet, despite our best intentions, mm. we might do things incredibly wrong, especially when we are in a coaching conversation and we are not really yeah. completely there or present, etc. So I like what Nelson Mandela used mm -hmm. to say, which is, I never make mistakes. I either do it right or I learn from it. And, and that is what I'd like us to be, you know, this energy, to have this energy when we are doing coaching. And that's what I mean by saying, don't take yourself too seriously, which I mean, uh, what Mandela said, you either enjoy the view, which is you're doing it right, or just learn from it. And it's not easy, obviously, because mm. it might affect our you know, emotional state. Yes. Mm. And yet, when we are doing it with an intention of learning, the next experience is invariably destined to be better mm. if we have this mindset. So mm. that's the, the one piece I wanted to add. <laughs> Thank you. And it really segues very nicely, right, to this question when I ask over your 15 years, right? Tell us, what would be that three insights for the audience today? Yeah. Well, maybe the first one I have already mentioned, which is um, this awareness that learning is endless. Mm. And the, 
truly embracing the fact that um, you can learn a lot about life in general. Yeah. And uh, if we have this uh, and we are really not only curious about it, but genuinely interested to mm. expand, yeah. then uh, uh, the second insight that I have is that there is uh, something there to be learned about others mm. and about us. So uh, this is something that fascinates me. I, I cannot recall two coaching stories, you know, coaching conversation that yeah. are identical, or yeah. they are the same. It's true. true. Um, yes, we might have patterns, but the uniqueness of uh, each of my clients, it's uh, a fascinating thing for me. You know, I look mm. forward to hearing their uniqueness because I am aware and I'm looking at uh, that relationship with these eyes. And when I do that, there is something about that relationship with my clients that helped me to be a better me. Mm. And so I, it's about serving my life, myself, to become mm. more and more a person that walk the talk that is aligned to intentions uh, and this is uh, all about starting with that awareness that we are an endless we have endless possibilities yeah. to to learn um yeah. we might learn a lot we might be aware of a lot of stuff we might add certificates we might add titles we might add whatever you want yeah and yet there will be so much more that we can mm. still acquire. Yeah. That to me, define my mindset as a coach. And uh, I invite everybody to, to really explore this possibility as well. It just uh, reminds me of how that whole reflection of what we are going through, it's sometimes reflected back to what the client is going through and then what the client is going through is being reflected back to us. Um, and I'm just curious to ask this because in your journey, do you think that the clients were the one that chose you or was it the other way around because of that very presence that you bring, right? That connectivity that you bring. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? Well, that's a, that's a wonderful question. And uh, Mel, I think um, it takes two to tango. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, I believe that there is a bit of both. Mm. Um, you need to have both something, I don't know what, but there is something, the alchemy of coaching <laughs> Uh, and of the coaching relationship that defines yeah. the energy that connects. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I truly cannot tell where it's coming from. I wish I did. I would probably write a book about <laughs> it and become a billionaire. But I can, there you go. <laughs> I can, but I can say that the best way to funnel this mm. is by staying 
true to you, to yourself. Uh, because that genuinity comes out. Mm. Yeah. We cannot really fake ourselves for too long. So true. Yeah. You can do it. You can try and you can speak, you know, someone else's speech and, uh, yeah. and make it sound as yours. But you can do it once. You can do it twice, thrice. But sooner or later, it will come out. And you will not be pleased with yourself. Mm. And then, you know, it will be an even steeper road to, to walk. And uh, that lack of genuine self would not probably attract the audience that mm. would come to you yeah. if you were true yourself in the way you show up in the world. Mm. And so the, the message probably there is uh, that although I do not know what really are the ways to, to make it happen, yeah. I can say that one, to maximize the potential for it to happen is to be true to you. At mm. the end of the day, in coaching, we bring our whole self. It's mm. a very personal thing. When we coach, we are bringing into that conversation and into that relationship yeah. the whole package. That's right. Uh, it, 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 we don't partially do coaching it's a it's a it's a full delivery of our full self mm. and so the more we are able to maintain an aligned presence align alignment in many ways mm. the more we are genuinely embracing yeah. where we are in our life journey which means perfection mm. doesn't exist <laughs> uh, we will, you know, always try to close gaps and never get really to close them all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yet we are able to, to be so genuinely there that chances are that at the other end, there are the mm. best people for us. And that matching is what really help us to make, to go back to my initial metaphor, the best dance. You know, mm. I, I love to dance tango, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> but, but I can, I can say, oh, and I know yeah. that in Australia, there are many, many people that love to dance tango too. So, <laughs> and in the world, of course. Yeah. But, you know, when I dance tango, although the, I might play, I might dance the same theme, the same music, Mm. I will never dance in the same way with uh, two dancers. There will be always uniqueness That's so in good. how together we co-create and how together we are really um, dancing with each other mm. or each other uh, and enjoying that whole experience. Mm. And this mm. happens because I'm not pulling or pushing when I'm <laughs> pulling or pushing neither of us is enjoying it but we are really allowing it to happen and i try to mm. uh, to dance in the best way that comes out for me as much as i want to coach in the best way that comes out for me and to do so we go back to the, the what we said before yes we need to learn a few things but then we need to be genuinely present yeah you know i'm smiling because i 
I align with that so much because I, 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 tell, I tell my younger coaches coming in, right? When, when you're able to be comfortable with your own voice and be able to be comfortable with, with yourself, right? Uh, your fullness of yourself, as you say, actually, there is no competition because truthfully, uh, you're the only person like you in the world, you know? And, and you will attract the, as you said, so, so beautifully, the, the right dancer will obviously come along. And because of this continuous evolution of transformation, that, that's, that's what I've been getting so far, right? It seems like every so often, because of our own transformation, we will also be attracting the other level another layer of different clientele will come our way. Is that what's happening in, in your space at least? I would say so, yes. And that, those layers to me are also mm. indicative of um, the level of awareness that we have yeah. Yeah. about ourselves, about yeah. us in the world, about yeah. me and the others, which allow us also to... You know, as we dance, we can co-create new, a new dance each time, which is evolving yeah. and we can yeah. enjoy in different ways. It would yeah. be so boring to be repetitive and to do all the steps, the similar steps and always the same. And no matter what, it's always the same step, no matter what dance, no matter what rhythm. The same would happen in coaching. Those layers would allow us to really, um, instead of, repeating mechanically certain mm. questions, repeating mechanically certain answers, repeating mechanically certain things that happen mm. in coaching to really be generative. Uh, and uh, adding layers allow us to add potential for being generative. Yeah. And uh, as we move along in our evolution, we are also considering the best partner which is our clients uh, to be part of this creation as much yeah. as when in the dance, if I can follow with the parallelism, yeah. we are not just uh, dancing with our own food. We are dancing with their food uh, feet as well. Yeah. So that we are kind of doubling it, doubling up and we can see the potential of uh, the beauty of things that can uh, happen when mm. we allow it to happen. And mm. the same is uh, for coaching. We are really serving our clients. We are really there with our clients. Let them uh, probably lead us as opposed to go the other way around. Now, this is a very different thing for, you know, this goes back to how it all began. Uh, as a coach, each of us begins in a way that maybe is not in the realm of coaching. You know, mm. my comments I did from consulting, yeah. where you are the expert, others from other directions of life where they have a certain expertise and now you're in coaching yeah. and everything changes. The expert is the client. And how can you really allow that to happen uh, for them to shine in their expertise? Mm. Who are you? And, uh, you know, this might generate questions about yourself in terms of not just your identity, but yeah. what is the value you bring? What is your value? Uh, and then how am I going to be judged and appreciated for what I bring inside the relationship? Well, as soon as we 
transform these questions into something of a, uh, awareness that we yeah. are creating values just by allowing the client to, to dance, by allowing the clients to create that dance, which in a coaching context means to move forward, to yeah. get to where they want to go to uh, yeah. by being with us, then everything changes. Everything is different. And those layers magically add up at a speed that we couldn't anticipate. I mm. think this is a pivotal moment, which probably we all experience as coaches, yeah. um, that we see that, wow, you know, these are our ha-ha moments. When yeah. we see through being with clients in ways we were not being before, we see a new light. Uh, and, and that can be the you know a true transformation, yeah, uh, yeah. or to use your words, you know, those can be the layers that can mm. make a difference in uh, in the way we are. So true, and and that got me thinking about what if the client brings a new track, a new song, a new way, right? And and that's about how flexible the coach is going to allow that space to happen, yeah. right? What do you think about that? New song, new tempo. Yeah. <laughs> and look, especially if that song we never heard before. Yes. At, at the beginning, we might feel uncertain. And uh, sometimes we might even say, mm, not all of it. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, it's just, <laughs> just a tiny bit. And yeah. yes, and yes, this is part of... Um, the experience of mm. becoming a coach in terms of you know being with the others uh, depends when the client is offering this new song yes uh, it can be that a coach needs to be aware of those people that um, uh, are ideal clients because yeah, uh, they bring the best song and the <laughs> symphonies for us uh, and there might be clients we don't enjoy working yeah. with True. Uh, and so we need to be aware of, of those. And there is nothing personal here yeah. in terms of, you know, um, uh, against the one specific client, I would say. Yeah. Um, but it's about really knowing how we can be the best coaches for the others. And if, mm. you know, like when I dance uh, tango, if, uh, if there's something that doesn't generate energy in me, like a, a, a song that doesn't really, if I'm sitting, push me to stand up and, and, and go and dance. <laughs> and this happens, I stay, yeah. I stay seated. And yeah. we need as coach to be aware that mm. we might enjoy to work with certain audiences. We might yeah. not with others. Yes, very Instead true. of pursuing everything, we need to be aware of where we want to place ourselves. Yeah. And also when the a client in a coaching conversation uh, brings something that is a sort of a song that we don't, it doesn't sound right. For example, the most obvious thing comes to me is uh, when the a client might say, look, I hired you as a coach, but now I want some advice. Yes. And changes the nature of the relationship. You might want to do that. You might yeah. not. Yes. And you might say to a client, you know, what it comes up for you or bring it back to the uh, to the engagement that originally yeah. was created 
Yeah. And from there, decide what is next. Are you going to stop to dance or are you going to invite to dance in a different way? You're mm. negotiating, you change. And this comes, you know, also the way we respond depends on where we are in our journey, uh, personal journey. Yeah. You know, whether we, we have fears of losing or uh, not losing, whether we have fears of being judged or not judged. Um, how we can engage in a, in a way that is still maintaining the quality of that connection that inspired us at the beginning to become a coach. Uh, these are pivotal moments for mm. each of us. Uh, mm. And yet when we can go through them in the ways that maintains that integrity mm. uh, of us and the alignment to our intentions, clients normally enjoy that, uh, to call it differently, professionalism. Uh, and actually, if anything, they would uh, continue to work with us um, because mm. of that. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, at the beginning, I would say, before we start even uh, working with clients, being aware of all this, allow us to really, as I said before, uh, to look for clients that are truly clients we want to work with and let uh, go of temptations to go where we don't want to go very true very true i love the last part that you say the temptations they do come yeah. <laughs> and i'm gonna link it with this question what would be your bravest moment as a coach hmm. giuseppe it's a this is a great question uh you know to um, I think a couple of times I had to, uh, so to stay with this topic, I had to yeah. let go of clients. Um, mm. It was clear that was not um, either the right time for me or for them to be together. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so um, I had to let go of some clients to, to really uh, maintain that, um, as I said before, level of integrity for myself. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is not an easy thing, yeah. especially if a client believes that they, they, you are the best one and you realize that they are not there for being coached, but for other Something uh, else, reasons yeah. Yeah. Uh, or other intentions, genuinely, yeah. not yeah. necessarily a malign, you know, form of being being there yeah uh, so those are certainly things that come to mind mm. um, i was brave when i decided uh, to start coaching uh, for me it was a, a, a true new beginning um, i went through uh, several new beginnings in my life um, in terms of uh, big changes uh, personal yeah. level uh and uh you know both uh in terms of time and space mm. uh one of which is um you know abandoning everything that you have done in your first life yeah. and start a new life in coaching yeah yeah but um i want to say that this paid off over time enormously mm. Yes, at the beginning, I was fearful. Yes, at the beginning, I had a few 
nights, you know, where instead of sleeping, I was thinking. Um, yes. But then now I wake up every day that I have uh, full energy. Yeah. Um, you know, the other day, the, the, my financial advisor called me and said, uh, have you ever thought about retirement? I said, no. I said, what do you mean? I, you know, you need to, to, to think about retirement. He said, no, I won't. Uh, why? I said, well, I'm not planning to retire. <laughs> you see, I am like those singers that want to die on the stage while they're, while they're singing. <laughs> I want to retire. I love coaching and uh, hopefully I will die while I'm coaching someone, if you know what I mean. It's <laughs> yes, just, um, it's different how you yeah. see yourself mm. in, in, um, in life. Yeah. So I think that change was, uh, you know, starting anew after having spent years uh, mm. building my first life, yeah. uh, you know, adding an enormous amount of degrees and certificates and title and work experience yeah. and traveling the world to try to build that life, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. And then you say, <laughs> That's it. We turned the page. That was a brave choice, but I think was the best choice of wow. my life. Wow. Just letting that resonate with people. Sit, yeah. simmer in like a slow cooked broth, just allowing all of that flavor sink in because what you just said is, is so powerful. And I'm sure there are some who really wanted to hear that because... There are, you read a junction in your life and, and you realize you can turn left, <laughs> you can turn right, or you can continue on that journey, right? You can continue yeah. going forward and you still may enjoy it or you may not. Exactly. Yeah. So amazing that you made that decision. And as you say, it is the best <laughs> decision that you've made so that you will still remain on that dance floor dancing. <laughs> and I did that at the time when I was, uh, mm. you know, becoming a father. So you have uh, a new person in your life and you yeah. to take care of. And, you know, the stakes were very high for me. And, and mm. yet I felt uh, and I truly believe that was the right thing to do. And yes, yes, it was. I'm just curious to ask, because I think we've got uh, the son um, that is about the same age. My youngest is 15 this year. Yeah, mine is turning 15 too. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what your son says about you as a coach. Yes, I mean, um, I would say there are a couple of things uh, there. Uh, from one side, he enjoys the fact that um, um, we can process uh, situations that uh, arise between us. Um, nice. I wouldn't say that being a coach makes me um, the perfect human being. I'm not at all, as I was saying. So I get triggered. Uh, I get fearful, 
Same. Uh, I can paint this, <laughs> uh, and I may use uh, uh, tones of voice that are uh, I regret using. Yeah. And all this is uh, not fine, but is uh, a reality. Mm. What is different is that I may process inside myself that because mm. having gone through this journey in my new life allows me to do so and then yeah. approach him yeah and i can see sometimes he doesn't really say it uh, because maybe he doesn't articulate it yeah. uh, with words yeah. but i can certainly see that his uh, body language and the fact that he's there with me mm. uh, is appreciative of uh, me being with him. Yeah. So that uh, help a lot, helps a lot in terms of how we maintain the relationship, how mm. we uh, go through the challenges. Mm. Uh, again, I'm not trying to portray this as being a, a pure uh, you know, paradise. Yeah. Yeah. It's not uh, yeah. uh, an easy thing. We go through all the human uh, experiences but yes. how we process them is great yeah. Yeah. and um, I think he is enjoying that in my opinion uh, he's enjoying the fact that uh, I do something that I love doing I don't complain about you know oh my god I need to go to work oh my god I need to do this. I think he, he yeah. sees that yeah. and uh, so good that helps him also to look for something that is uh, true to him. Um, And the way he then, uh, you know, shares things that are meaningful for him when he does, Mm. it makes me believe Mm. that uh, he's receiving uh, the messages that directly or indirectly I am willing to send him. So time will tell. Um, I cannot uh, speak about the future, of course, time will tell, but uh, I have, uh, uh, let's say, some indicators right now, some, cl- uh, some yeah, little clues yeah. that yeah. allow me to say that uh, my journey uh, is uh, somehow cross-pollinating. Uh, That's a good uh, way. <laughs> and I hope I this will be true. We will see. I just want to take this time to say I saw a line with all the things you just said, <laughs> especially the part when you are saying, oh, yeah, I, I'm just a normal human being going through the motions, right? going through the processes, and yet having a chance to step back, reflect, yeah. and re-engage, perhaps with a different perspective. And that is yeah. beautiful. Um, just wanted to affirm you that you're doing a good job. <laughs> right. And you know, the future is where our children are going to play in, right? And this is where I lead into that question. Giuseppe, where do you see the future of coaching heading? Ah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so the core of coaching is the conversation. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that can be as uh, humanly possible as yeah. it can be. Um, now, what happened during that conversation uh, depends on so many things. So mm. from one side, so I want to answer by analyzing a few aspects, not everything, but sure. a few key things. Um, okay. From one side, as coaches, as professional coaches, we are um, understanding more about our profession and what it takes to be um, a good coach from one side and the professional coach from another side. Mm. And that is reflected in, um, in the competencies that are continuously evolving uh, yeah. to reflect our understanding of what is uh, you know, needed to mm. support uh, clients in the best way and to maintain uh, professionalism in, sure. in this uh, uh, profession that we yeah. so much love. That's one side of the story. Mm. Well, I started by saying this is a conversation and now a human conversation, and yet technology mm. plays a big role. I'm thinking about artificial intelligence. You know, of yeah. course, now we are talking via Zoom and uh, the technology can allow us to do things that might, we might not be able to do on a face-to-face, face-to-face yeah. allow us to do things that we might not be able to do via this technology. And mm. going forward, artificial intelligence may add to it yeah. uh, possibilities. Mm. So the future is uh, for me, of course, uncertain in terms of being so predictable, but certainly I can predict that it will be different from what we have today mm. and what we are experiencing today. And uh, what it means for coaches, I believe, uh, is that we need to be open to uh, learn uh, to, to make this journey in new and different ways all the time. If we look at the history of uh, human transportation, if I may yes. use this uh, parallelism, yeah. we start from four, uh, you know, when we are kids, four, uh, you know, two arms and two legs, and then we start to walk, and then over the history we invented from bicycles to the, the engine and then you know the wind you name it and now we have uh, uh, you know from the airplanes and now we have the satellites etc whatever it is that allow us to do a different to have a different experience now we are learning to to use electricity to do things differently we we we, we can be in our own car without having to drive it and who knows what is going to happen in the future and we are learning to, to have journeys uh, using uh, technology uh, constantly in different ways. Yeah. Uh, not to mention the, you know, the use of uh, technology uh, on, the, on the go, like the telephones, etc. And how it affects us to be, for example, coaches on demand. We can be accessed <laughs> at any time. And what it means for me, etc., etc. Yeah. So this is Very a... True a continuously evolving uh, um, realm uh, of life. Mm. Uh, and uh, as coaches, and obviously we are not the only profession affected by this, but talking of coaching, what does it mean for me as a coach myself and for me as I relate to my audience, to my clients? Uh, the evolution is uh, obviously coming of coaching being affected by many 
components but yeah. it's coming from many directions so while we need to maintain a sort of uh, balance not to feel overwhelmed with all mm. the changes and again go back to our integrity our staying uh, really grounded etc might help uh, on the other side we need to be open uh, i believe to yeah. uh, possibilities that arise uh, and uh, really explore how that affects us yeah. uh, even the way we learn for example i'm thinking about this podcast uh, being uh, recorded and who knows in a few months or who knows when can be revisited by someone that is going yeah. to through a learning journey so even learning becomes we need to own it we need to know what we want to learn and go and look for it how is this affecting me as a coach as a co uh, you know and who knows if we are going to capture this into new competencies going forward yeah you know there are things that uh, uh, talking of our icf competencies are very different today than when yes. we both started a few years ago yes. uh, and the new coaching competencies are very different uh, some are, are not but some components are different yeah. uh, the language is different because of uh, what we mean uh, mm. what we understand and mm. what we want to see what we think is working what we had to let go because it was no longer appropriate so uh, coaching is definitely evolving. If nothing else, we need to embrace this. Uh, and then how it's going to be, we need to probably uh, consider each of us individually based on where we are, where we want to be. Beautiful said. And what comes to mind is the dance. It's the evolution of dance as well. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Right, the waltz, the fox trot, you know, and then going into different dance today, different routines, different ways of execution. Wow, uh, you can even have a dance party without even being there, right? Perhaps even virtual one day. <laughs> it's 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 continuously evolving, as you say, right? Absolutely. And 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 yes, somewhat there is a fusion. It's like a melting of things coming together. Right? Yeah. That, that, that technology and that conversation, it's just blending so beautifully. As long as we're open, that's what you just said. Mm. Beautiful. And, you know, it just begs me to ask you this question, right? If you had a chance to do it all over again, Giuseppe, <laughs> what would you do differently? Well... Again, a great question here. And uh, Mel, I, maybe the first thing that comes to mind maybe is that I would um, um, start this, uh, this journey earlier. Um, it. But it's easy to say now. Yeah. yeah. Because things happen uh, for a reason in life and that maybe I had to do that first part yeah. of my life or I, how I call it my first life yeah. was the enabling my second life yeah um, but certainly there is a longing today or more than a longing it, it, let's say a thought that had I started it earlier I would have probably enjoyed it uh, for longer mm. uh, because I would have you know gone through this new life much earlier mm. and uh, this is something that uh, going back to our 
you know, our conversation on uh, yeah. our children. It's something I tell my son. Um, I tell him, I'm not going to tell you what you need to be or the profession you need to, to do because nice. that is you to choose. Yeah. What I'm telling you is that whatever you choose, it must be something that it's, uh, you know, and ignites energy every day, ignites enthusiasm. It's mm. truly something that for you is uh, the quintessential pleasure of life. Mm. Um, and that requires a lot of uh, listening to yourself. So uh, it requires a lot of self-exploration. And maybe that brings me to say that uh, would I start it all over again? I don't know if I could choose coaching, but mm -hmm. I would probably start the self-exploration, that listening to myself a little bit earlier. Earlier. You see, yeah, that is uh, something that I probably would do it differently. Thank you. Thank you. So important, huh? listening in. And the theme that we've been talking so far has been about understanding your inner self, discovering that, um, getting to know that a lot more and, and being able to live with it right? yeah. and enjoy it, right? Exactly. Um, in the fullness of it. And I think that's what we've been sharing so far. It's, it's just... Truly magical. It's like a ma magical dance routine. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it back to that yeah. again. <laughs> exactly. And, still, and yeah. still not perfect. Still not perfect because there is that room for that evolution. Mm. Yes. I would love your, your last bit of wisdom for our new budding coaches coming in, Giuseppe, because there are right quite a lot coming in into our industry our beautiful industry what would be your advice for them yeah well i probably gave a few things um, yeah already um, yeah. but just to revisit what comes to me as being important right now the yeah. first thing is to to stay in this profession and uh, try to really make a living from it let alone the journey of learning and the mm. expansion, only if it's something that you do because you embrace it fully. It's mm. something that uh, gives every morning new energy, new enjoyment, uh, and not because you don't know what else to do. <laughs> um, coaching is the easiest thing and coaching is the most difficult thing. Yeah. It's uh, both ways. Yeah. And unless there is a, a true alignment to uh, what you, you really, really want to uh, in life, mm. so coaching aligns to that, mm. it, becomes, it can become a nightmare. Uh, and uh, don't take my word for it. Just go through a few experiences uh, with clients that... Uh, might generate initially some frustration or yeah. discontent and then over time frustration uh, yeah. and you will see yourself. 
true. Secondly, is um, resolve the once you resolve this, um, as I said before, consider the learning journey as a never-ending journey. You have a great master in your coaching teachers, and once that teacher has completed their journey of teaching, there will be another great master that will come to life, to your life, to add uh, to that learning. And you Absolutely. need to embrace th these new components, this new uh, part of your learning journey, and this will be a never ending. So have that openness. Thirdly, um, as I said before, yes, this is passion. Yes, this is enjoyment, but this is also business. Mm. And uh, we must look at this profession also with a component of business, because uh, if this is your source of income, if this yep. is how you are making a living, yep. especially if you have a family, etc., you must look at it 360. You cannot just look at it, at what yep. it brings to you to Very evolve true. as an individual. You also have to see the other piece. And so... Um, that too allows you to define once you truly embrace also this component mm. into the, your coaching world yeah. that would, uh, would allow you to, uh, I wouldn't say close the circle, there are other pieces, but to add to that circle a mm. very big component that ultimately might give you new enthusiasm mm to um, do more of this coaching in terms of, you know, the learning, in terms of who you want to work with, in terms of your offerings, et cetera, et cetera. So mm -hmm. these I would say, I mean, I can go on and on, but these I think are three pieces that uh, might help uh, the initial, uh, you know, the junior coaches. So beautifully said. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I'm so appreciative of your time. and. And this is often my last question, so I'll ask it. Um, mm. What would be your powerful question that you want to leave behind to all of the audience watching this today? Uh, well, I'm guessing the audience would be probably mainly coaches, not necessarily only, but it could be that uh, it's mainly. But my question that comes to me, probably because we talked so much about this today, it might mm. help everybody in every uh, you know, direction of life. Yeah. And uh, here's the question. What would be different for you if you were fully present? Yeah. So, um, and that can be um, a question you might want to ask when, when you revisit uh, an experience of life, whether it is with your coaching client, whether it is with your children, with your life partner, with your friends, with your business, uh, partners or encounters or yeah. with yourself how I take and by the way this is a question I ask myself too and I keep asking because I fail to be present yeah. uh, more often than you might imagine and mm. uh, I go back and revisit it yeah and so uh, go back to Mandela I don't do this to go into self-judgment uh, and feel misery but mm. rather to learn and do it differently and better next time. Uh, there you and have so, 
this is uh, the question I would uh, leave you with um, for you to ponder. <sighs> so beautiful, so beautiful. Uh, this is the time where we say, Giuseppe, please leave us some of your social handles. How can we come in contact with you? Well, I mean, if you Google my name, uh, my uh, website and uh, the LinkedIn profile uh, yeah. will, should show up. So GiuseppeTotino.com or uh, GiuseppeTotino on LinkedIn. I think I'm probably the only Giuseppe Rotino that is uh, an MTC <laughs> coach uh, out there. Uh, so that shouldn't be too difficult. And, Wonderful. Uh, but this means, you know, uh, I should be, people should be able to, to find me and um, the, all the contact details are there. Wonderful, wonderful. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show, really, from the bottom of my heart. I want to say thank you once again. Any things that you want to say? Any last thoughts, perhaps? Yeah, I only want to say also thank you for having me here today. It was a great pleasure, really, I, to pleasure. Uh, have this conversation. Thank you for hosting me. I want to say uh, to the audience, uh, best wishes uh, with all your endeavors. And uh, to you, Mel, good luck with this podcast. You're doing a great service oh, thank to you. our coaching profession. Uh, it's uh, really remarkable, the investment of time and energy you're putting in. And so thank you. And thank you. And to all of you, this has been the 100 Master Coaches Show with my special guest, Giuseppe, and myself now saying, catch you on the next one. Bye for now. Bye -bye. You have been watching the 100 Master Coaches series with your host, Coach Mel, MCC. Brought to you by Catalyst Coach. www.catalystcoach.live We will be right back with our next Master Coach on the 100 Master Coaches series.